You know, there's a special mojo that's felt during those moments when human beings genuinely share who they are. When you see a songwriter who deeply believes and has lived the words that they're singing, it's the kind of magic that hushes a noisy room or sends shivers down your spine. I'm here to explore just that. What is it exactly that makes that kind of magic moment happen? Greetings, folks. My name is Michael Averill, and this is the Write Songs You Love podcast. Welcome back, my friends. It is a new day, a new episode of the Write Songs You Love podcast. And I'm excited to keep following this thread that started last week when I brought up the concept of learning and the questions that I asked. And I've just been thinking about it a lot more just in the last four years, particularly now. I'm ref- I've been reflecting heavily on all the different learning I've been able to do through online courses of all sorts of different kinds and just the different communities of people I've been able to meet that are all over the world and just the friends and new experiences I have acquired through all of that is quite surprising and quite remarkable when I think about it and how much your region doesn't really limit you anymore. And particularly, I was thinking back to a community uh, called the Story Story Skills, which now has a name called Story Republic that was founded by now a good friend and a previous podcast guest, Bernadette Jiwa. And I have a, a, a particular story I want to share today that, that links links back to this course. So that whole thing is about story and really learning frameworks and essentially being able to, when you're telling your stories, sharing your stories, just they can be in any number of situations, just in day-to-day with the people you see, with your friends and family, with the business or work that you do, any of those things. It's Bernadette's approach is, is very beautiful and really laid out in a great way that, in her words, helps you get out of your head and into your heart. And I love that. And it's been really, really helpful for me in a lot of ways. And through her program, I discovered another organization called The Moth. And I think I have talked about it briefly here in the past, but The Moth is a storytelling worldwide organization, mostly involved in the States. And if you've never heard of them, just look them up, see if you can find The Moth podcast, because it's it's become one of my favorite go-to podcasts to listen to mainly because it's literally just storytelling of everyday people, all sorts of people, and they always have a theme. There's a theme and a framework that they have, and the framework is this. It is the stories, for the most part, need to be about five five to six minutes in length. They need to be true stories, and anything you hear is a live recorded performance from a venue in front of an audience. And another part of that is in the telling of it, it really does focus on the telling that you're not allowed to read. You have to do from memory. And and that has its own own layer of added, uh, what's the word, added flavors that come with that. So 
Bernadette used a lot of these videos from Moth performances from all over the world as examples in in her course. And I just loved them. I loved how just kind of short and sweet they were. I loved how to the heart that they were. I loved just seeing people gather in such numbers. Like this thing has become quite large. It's been going for, I bet, 25 years, almost 30 years, I believe. And it has really, really grown from a very organic place. It, it started in somebody's living room in New York. And it has become this internationally syndicated large event in multiple cities around the world. So all of that to say, watching these videos, I thought, oh, wow, you know, one day, I think it would be amazing. And what an honor it would be to somehow get on one of those stages and be at the state to, to be able to share a story. Now, a problem being in Canada is like, they don't have any, any cities set up in the country, the whole country doesn't have any any kind of storytelling situation through the moth. Canada has other ones. I'm starting to discover them more now as I get more into the art form of it. But the official moth one, for, for whatever reason, does not. They're in Australia, they're in the UK, all over the US, but not in Canada for some reason. So having access to something like that becomes a little bit more tricky. Anyhow, just... Uh, I'll flash you back to August of 2023. I had since taken this course a number of times and they have a really cool community that you can join afterwards. And in that community, one of my now good friends named Sabah made a bold statement on one of our calls in, in, this, in this is around August in the summertime that it was gonna be a big deal for her to one day show up at one of those events and put her name in the bag. So one of the events that they have are called story slams. And how they work is you show up, <clears throat> they're once a month, and they have a theme, and you can put your name in the bag, and they choose throughout the night, name by name after each performer, 10 people to go up on the stage and just tell their story. So it's a lottery system. There's no guarantee that you'll go up and these things generally are sold out or just cram-packed. A lot of audience come to watch this. There's hundreds of people that will show up at these events. And so she lives in the San Francisco area and it just conveniently happened that there was a few others in the group that also lived in the region. And when she said that, she didn't know that I was already thinking of coming down to the area around that time frame to visit some other friends and family. And I thought, hey, you know, like November is coming up. I looked up online at the Moth event and I saw that they had November 14th in San Francisco. There was a Moth event and the theme was hustle. <laughs> and I said, well, what about November 14th? You want to do it? And Sabah's reaction was funny because I'd I don't know if she realized if it was going to happen that fast when making a statement like that. But I think that's what's so interesting about being in, in a supportive community with, with people where, you know, you someone can be bold and make a statement. And if then someone else jumps on board with that to help make that a reality or mutually wants to experience that thing too, there's this strength in numbers that just grows in that act 
And it started happening. And there were a few others in the group that said they would do it too. And momentum started rolling and fear started rising. <laughs> but all of these things were compelling to be able to work to something as, as a group. And as a circle of friends, it became a very, very special thing to now have in action. So as we got closer to the date, we, uh, and I actually traveled out to San Francisco, we ended up being able to meet in person. And these are people I had never met before in real life other than on the computer. And so just being able to spend time together, go for walks, just have food, just chill. It was a really, really cool experience. But one of the coolest things about it is we would always meet and practice the stories that we were working on for this event. So like I said, the theme was hustle. And the beautiful thing that happened is we, because we got to meet several times, we got to practice our stories several times, which I was thinking with this theme that I could kind of cheat in a way. And mainly because I had a story that I've been telling for years as a singer songwriter, my mismatch sock origin story, <laughs> which uh, I thought I could easily bend into the theme of hustle. And I, I shocked, I, I was a bit shocked to kind of find out that it wasn't that easy. It was actually quite a challenge and a lot harder than I thought. And particularly because of the way it was landing on, on my friends that I'd made in this group, that the feedback they are giving me and just helped me craft it in a different way. It actually changed the, a kind of a perspective that I had with the story and conversely, it ended up changing the way I told it. And in doing that, I actually learned a whole bunch more about why I still wear mismatched socks today. And it actually helped me connect some special dots in the story that I hadn't actually really noticed before. And none of it would have happened without the camaraderie I had with those pals, their awesome feedback, and the overall spirit that we were all in this together. So all of that to say, it's amazing when you find a group of people or a community that not only inspires you by what they do, but pushes and challenges you in positive ways and may even call you to rise to new heights for yourself every once in a while. This was one of those scenarios. So on, a, on that note, in the last week, I've been particularly delighted to have seen a variety of people in the Write Songs You Love community sharing their artist biographies, sounds funny to say it like that way, <laughs> bios, uh, or thoughts about asking thoughts about how to put an album together, and also seeing people in the community, this is in the Facebook group, jumping in to lend their support and their thoughts and just having that dialogue back and forth because it, it made me smile because it made me think of this other group that I've been able to receive so much of that from and how much I've grown as a result. So I encourage you all who are there to keep using the space that way. And if you're not there, I... Uh, yeah, it's easy to find. If you look up the Right Songs You Love Facebook community on Facebook, just hit request to join and answer the questions, agree to the group guidelines, and you're good to go. You can be in there, jumping in, sharing. It's a great place to practice your stories, share your music, 
be a part of the fun events like the teacup challenge, all of that stuff happens in that space. And it can be a really great resource for you. So just wanted to, to draw that to head today because a lot of the times I think of learning as a very solitary and um, solo pursuit, but so much more in the last few years it has shown me like how much mo how much more can happen in a group and in a group of like minds who are just willing to show up for each other. And I think that's what really makes a beautiful community as a a guy that specializes in that topic I've been reading a lot lately of called uh, his name is Charles Vogel. He defines community as a space where the, its members share mutual concern for each other. And I think that's amazing and very different than, you know, being a part of something else where you may never meet other people in the community that you might be a part of because it's like a shared idea or a shared belief or whatnot. But like when you're actually in space with people together and you learn about each other, you learn what everyone, each other wants to do and how you can help and how you can help each other that way, it's, it's pretty magical. So that is what this space is. This is what I wanted it to be and want to keep developing all the time to make sure that that stays that way. And it grows in ev and evolves with how everybody here is, is growing and evolving. So there you go. As for the uh, that, that moth event that we were working towards, the four of us, there was myself, my friend Sabah, my friend April, and my friend Anne. And actually there was another pal, Susan, who was, didn't come to the event but and knew she wasn't going to be able to come, but really was there at every practice that we had to support us and to help us in any way and was always extending her offers, which was incredible. And I uh, just want to say thanks to all of them for that. And it was, it was just such a memorable night. We all went, we put our names in the bag and then let fate take care of the rest. And it was actually quite a, uh, a nerve wracking experience when you go there, there literally was probably a few hundred people there and when they don't pull out the names and let every let you know like who all is there for the night right away they do it one at a time so they pull the first person they share their story they go back sit down then they pull the next person so you never really have a chance to kind of rest easy <laughs> which i actually kind of enjoyed i i liked that part of it my friends not so much <laughs> but um overall for me being there like being at this moth event with my pals that I had developed a really cool relationship with and we'd grown so so much together with, you know, just being there together was enough of a win for me. And that was really special. Growing my story, you know, this one I had been working on that I had been telling for years and actually just learning more about myself and my family through it also was a major win. If I didn't get up or if I, you know, if I wasn't chosen to speak for the night, I would have been totally fine with that. And that was actually a pretty amazing feeling to acknowledge that, you know, yes, this was, would totally be a bucket list thing for me. I would love, love to have that honor of, of being up on that stage. And I had worked my ass off with my friends to, to really nail that story down. Um, but overall, it would have been okay not to. But as good fortune would have it, my name actually did get called fourth up. I did get to speak and I actually now have a video to prove it. 
So if you'd like to see it, I'll actually post it in the Write Songs You Love community in the, the Facebook group there. And yeah, overall, just wanted to, this whole story today, just to do with learning and learning in community. Uh, just wanted to acknowledge and encourage any of you listening to really take advantage, really put yourself out there in the groups that you might already be a part of, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's Write Songs You Love or other places outside of it, to just look look to see how you might be able to engage with your group a little bit more. Uh, sometimes it's not actually about you know, putting something out there yourself if you if you don't really feel like you have anything out there to share at the time. Sometimes it's just about offering a, a, a helping hand. And I've seen that in a number of groups where people just say, hey, like, I'm just excited to be here. If anyone wants a listening ear or some support or someone to meet with just to listen and have, give some feedback, I'm here for that. It's a really cool way to start growing those circles and just building trust and growth and all of those great things that come along with all of that. So I hope, hope that maybe encourages you to, to take a different kind of action or just to keep doing it if you're already doing it. Like I said, I've been seeing some people in the group doing a really amazing job of that. So please keep it up. It, it really makes the whole group experience go round and uh, we're all better for it. So on that note, I'll leave you with the song that came out of my mismatched sock story that I think some of you have heard before, which <laughs> will give you a little bit of a background of where the sock situation came from. But like I said, if you really want to see the true origin story, uh, take a look in the Facebook group or jump over there to request to join if you haven't done so already. All right. Well, have a great day, great night, great time zone, wherever you are, and we'll catch you next time. Some people think I'm crazy that I surely lost me mind. When they look upon me mismatched feet, they often ask me why. I answer in the honest, I'd never tell a lie. He'd tell me where me socks and I'd be feeling mighty fine. He'd tell me where me socks, by you tell me where me socks. It may seem quite peculiar to the ordinary flock. But I be not trying to fool you by it. Tell me where me socks. Some say it's in the dryer where the socks all go to die. Some believe it's in the wash machine where many are left behind. No matter where you looks it, there be socks there all alone. Those socks, they be survivors and I gave them all a home. They may be different sizes and the patterns may be wrong, but diversity in any situation makes for strong. My lefts and rights are yin and yang in every kind of shway. Harmony of lights and darks as do the night and days. You tell me where me socks, by you tell me where me socks. It may seem quite peculiar to the ordinary flock, but I be not trying to fool you by you tell me where me socks. Socks, they be alive, full of personality. The shorties love the sunny shine, the woolies love the sea. The fuzzy ones are happiest when gazing at the stars. The red ones, if you piss them off, will kick you in the arse. So if you still think I'd be crazy, there'd be one thing I can say. 
Mix and match a pair of socks and brighten up your day. Save a few from lonely isolation in the pile. Wear them like the socks they are and wear them all with style. You tell me where me socks buy, you tell me where me socks. It may seem quite peculiar to the ordinary flock. But I've been not trying to fool you by truth be all I got. Simply how me wear me socks by, it's how me wear me socks. It's how me wear me socks by, it's how me wear me socks. It's how me wear me socks by, it's how me wear me socks. <laughs>